right, it is recording, everyone. All right, uh, hold on, my mic isn't working. What? <laughs> no, it's working. No, dog, it's... Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Is it actually okay? Is it? Yeah. Is it actually working? Yeah. It doesn't sound like it is. Oh, here, maybe your headphones are just too low. Oh yeah. Wait. No. I can hear you fine. Maybe my voice just sick. Oh, there we go. I can hear it now. My brain. All right, we're good. We're good. All right, what up, you beautiful souls? How are you guys? Dude, doing great, man. How are um, you? For the people that don't know, we have two very special guests with us today. We have Kobe and we have Chase. And these two fine individuals oh, are people that I just went on tour with. So Clayton and I went on this tour. There was a SoFlo Undialed tour. And these were the SoFlo boys. Yes, um, sir. I know Chase really well. He lives in Arizona. Um with me and Clayton, but Kobe, you were from Oregon, where we did the tour. Yes, sir. So welcome to Arizona, man. Yeah, it's good to be here. Hell yeah. Literally just Yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah literally just off the plane. Literally you just got, get off uh, the flight. <laughs> some medical supplies. Got seven stitches in my arm right now, but so are you ready for this heat? Yeah, man. Well, actually, it's been so hot in Oregon I right now. I just came from the heat, and this is a better heat. It's way cooler here. What's the heat like in Oregon right now? Uh, Tell well, me about that. Right heat. now, it's actually chill. Like, when I left, it felt good. I was wearing a hoodie. I got off the plane in the hoodie. In the summertime? Yeah, bro. Why were you wearing a hoodie? Because it, like, it was like 75. I'm pretty chill. I was wearing a hoodie on <laughs> <laughs> If I can, I, Did I'm you bring to... the hoodie? Yeah. Yeah, just, in case. just in I, case. Well, I just wore it case. until I got out of the airport. And then when I stepped out of the airport, I was like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was, it's like a brand new hoodie. And so, but I was wearing a white tee. And uh, when I took the hoodie off, it was like all black fuzz all over the shirt. And so I had to put on a different shirt, like right there. So I just popped my shirt off. Man's looking <laughs> dapper and stoked when I picked him up. Yeah, man. Just chilling. Looking real nice. Real nice. Dude, we had a great trip in Oregon. Oh, I man, feel like this so trip fun. in Oregon was so much fun. It was awesome. What was a, a key moment of the trip that stood out to you, Kobe? Damn, key moment of the trip? Uh, I mean, there's one we can't talk about. <laughs> that was crazy. But um, other than that, I was, dude, key moment of the trip for me was like being on the lake in the kayaks. Yeah. Like, just chill. That's when it like clicked. I was like, damn, these are like. This is going to be raw. <laughs> these are like all the boys and this is going to be a ton of fun like this is gonna be crazy that was like a surreal experience being on the water like in the morning like that Bro, just and like then that water is literally crystal clear you, you can see, see the stumps everything. on the bottom so clear yeah. the peace of mind it was nice it was pretty dope dude that place is a vibe oregon's just a vibe i i feel like the pacific northwest is is like the the lungs of america there's so many trees there there's so many like there's just, I feel like everything there is just so alive compared to other places in the country. Yeah, like, bro. Yeah, we just uh, we had some crazy fires. Uh, like last, what was it last summer? I know. Uh, yeah, last California summer. did as well. A bunch of other places had some pretty crazy fires, but that was like that was like kind of like a reality check because we've had some pretty gnarly fires, but never to where it was like like everywhere in the state was basically like red and dark at like five o'clock in the afternoon like it wasn't chill yeah i like, couldn't go outside without like a couple masks on because you're like breathing ash it and was stuff. intense like, i was looking at instagram and i was like 
wow, like this is kind of surreal and overwhelming on like how nasty it is out there and like definitely had to do a follow up. Like I had, like you could not go out. If you went outside and like breathed that in, like you were just breathing in like pure ash, like bad ash because it was just like. It's deep and it's crazy. You couldn't have your windows open. Like we were rocking big, like, uh, like you know, like air conditioner filters on the front of our fans in our house. Damn, because the air in our house was so smoky that we had to try to like purify the air like every way we can, and like we just couldn't like go get a bunch of air purifiers and stuff. So we just went bought a bunch of filters, taped them to the <laughs> to the, like the box fans, you know. Yeah, and we just had a bunch of box fans running. But yeah, that was crazy, man. Them fires were them fires were nothing to play with. Forest fires are so scary. Like they're just they're so vicious. I feel like com- yeah, and and, and unpredictable compared to other. Right. Chase, you look good, you know, so you you just keep rocking. Like compared to other natural disasters, I feel like it's it's kind of one of the only natural disasters you can't predict in any way. I guess you can predict like earthquakes, but. But, like, at least a hurricane is like, all right, well, the storm is approaching. A right. tornado, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, the clouds are forming. With a fire, bro. But like, so the fire is just it'll lightning. Move miles. <laughs> you know, it'll move miles off of just, like, one ember. One ember carries into a, a wheat field or, you know, like, some sort of just grassy, dry field. And then that just engulfs and then lights all the trees on fire. And then another ember, you know, like, it's crazy. But they were able to contain it. And they, uh, it was actually burning, like, 20 miles away from my house. Like, real close. Like yeah, we had to evacuate and stuff, but it was crazy. That's in, that's insane. You want to hear something crazy? So, when Clayton and I were on our first European trip, um, we were in Portugal, and there were some crazy fires that were going down in in California at that time when we were we were on in Europe, mm-hmm. and we saw some news report. While we're in the middle of Porto, Portugal, we see this news report that Escondido had burned down. Or at least like it was one of the, like the predicted cities, and that was like where our house was. So there was oh, this like weird yeah. moment where like we're like, is our house <laughs> is our house still there? And like obviously it was. Like you would have seen something about it more if it, if it burned. But that was like a really just like like I don't know. A, a, I, there's nothing I could do about it. You know, it's just like well, how's nature feeling today? Yeah. Like <laughs> and there's, I mean. Whether you're in the country or not, there's nothing you can do, period. That's what sucks. Is that it's just like complete relinquish of control to Mother Nature. Oh, for so sure. It's, it's like, all right, what's going to happen? What Let's I think see. is really interesting is I feel like, in a way, it's like we look at forest fires and we're like, damn, like those are, those are bad. They're vicious. They destroy our environment. But in a way, I feel like they're so like, like it's part of the cycle. It's like I hear about like in order for ecosystems to be like sustainable over like long periods of times, there needs to be fires. There needs to be fires in order for like new a new ecosystem to form. And and like it's so interesting because I feel like humans live in such a self prior like there's so much self priority that like we couldn't bear burning all of our places now so that way our kids kids could have a really beautiful yeah, environment exactly. like imagine, it's like we just wanted all for ourselves now if we were like voting on that like we we're like all right let's vote on burning 85 percent of like the continental united states so that way just, like, we can regrow so that, like, two corner. generations from now it's gonna be yeah nice. and, dude it's just gonna be beautiful you're not gonna see it all you're gonna see is ash but yeah. our our kids kids and then imagine like the remaining steel structures of like downtown New York City, and it's just beautiful. Like everything's just like we're talking post op, like apocalypse. No, it's right? not apocalypse, bro. We're voting on if we're going to renew the United States or not. That's a legit vote. 
Yeah. I have not seen this. <laughs> That's not a legit <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, hey, let's uh this is let's talk scootering a little bit. So yeah, so so I actually wanted to ask you guys something. So you you, Kobe, you work at SoFlo Scooters yes, as your job. And yeah. Chase, you also kind of work at SoFlo Scooters, I would say, from a more remote position. But ultimately, you two, you two are part of the team. Yeah, you guys are I'd two, say that you're, you, you're, are, uh, you are uh, a technically an employee, I would, I would say. Somewhere or another, yeah. Right. I take phone calls and do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so can, can you guys, because I'm going to be honest with you, before I went on this tour, I didn't really know what SoFlo was. I, yeah. I Obviously, my friends rode for it, and I... And I and, and like I know it's a shop, but like you didn't t- know what was tell good, tell yeah. me tell me what SoFlo is. I, I I feel like a lot of people are curious. So SoFlo right now, um, we are a shop, mm-hmm. and we're located in Eugene, Oregon. Um, but we're trying to expand to more of like a brand, like just in general. Um, we got a bunch of stuff in the works, like out. a manufacturer. Not not sort like- of. We manufacture our parts. So kind of like what a brand does where like say tilt they do the manufacturing and all that and then yeah. have it sourced through them we're trying to do something similar with our own product got you and then okay. still have a side where people can come and get their parts exactly got and still remain as a shop but also a brand like type deal how did soflow come together like who what was the the the, the things that aligned in order to make it work in the initial beginning um i actually i can't speak much to that because i am relatively new i've been riding for sofa for about three years okay um sofa has been around since i believe 2016 charlie's getting on five or six years he's yeah. one of the oldest actually he is the oldest i think, longest yeah, I think rider it, for the soul flow yeah i think, I think little charlie frank 2015 really yeah yeah i have pictures from 2015 when the logos and all that stuff started yeah that was so, 2015 yeah so so flow came out um yeah, at first as like a clothing line uh the owner had a like a buddy that was like some like OG break dancer and uh so she like wanted to express like her creative like you know like her artistic side and wanted to like like channel that somewhere so she started a clothing line and it was called soulful because that's like what like break dancing like a lot of it is is like the like movement of your body and you it's know, the flow it's, like, it's the, the flow f- in your soul you know what i mean you know exactly yeah <laughs> but uh she uh I don't I don't actually remember how what she what the story is behind it but um she came to know I I think it was Charlie somehow um doing like some clothing booth down in Arizona or something I don't I don't exactly Mark remember was heavily involved in the beginning but yeah Mark and Kim ended up hitting it off Charlie Scooter Kim figured out about scootering and then it was like so Charlie's kind of the reason SoulFlow exists He's one yeah. of the beginning main yeah. reasons yeah like I I yeah Damn. I'm pretty sure it's he'd be space. a good one to ask about it though. Charlie you know. would be. Charlie knows. Yeah. Hey, just sure. a quick shout out. Happy birthday, Charlie Frank. Happy birthday. That's Charlie. our boy. Hey, We're actually gonna boy. go see him after this, which is yeah. pretty funny. But you no, know, continue. Yeah, we'll pull up. We'll be there, <laughs> however long. But we'll see him soon. Um, but yeah, so uh, Kim like got into scootering, um, and like just started moved Sofa away from. I think she did a run of shirts mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as like the breakdance stuff. And then after that, it was all scootering. Um, and she is, like, totally down for scootering. She's not in it for the money. She only does it because she loves it. Like, she just loves it. Like, she told me uh, when she gets stressed out, like, she'll watch Cooper's clips. On in- she'll go on Instagram and, like, go through Cooper's Instagram or, like, go watch his. Who? 
Cooper Clark. Cooper Clark, yeah. That's sick. And, OG. Uh, and, it, and it, like, de-stresses her because he's so smooth and flowy that it's, like, uh, like ASMR or, like, you know, it's, That's like, cr- it, I wonder it if has, Cooper like, knows such that. a soothing effect on her that, like, she just can, like, go watch Cooper specifically ride a bowl and, like, she just, like, it's, like, he's so good at scootering, you know, riding a bowl. He's so smooth that it's, like, you know, second to none, really. In a yeah. Bowl. In terms of flow and style. Nobody does it like Coop. Exactly. I see Maybe any Logan. footage and I was, no, the bowl riding is like everyone's Logan's got their own really style. really buck, though. Like, Logan's, yeah. Logan's, I, I feel like Logan's really a little bit more rough. Logan is, yeah. And stylistically, since his clothes are so baggy a lot of the times, he's like, you know, like, oh, he's more, like, yeah, he sways. It's different. Vibe. It looks good. Cooper is like, Cooper rides like a skate, like, a, you know, skate one, two, three. That's how he rides in real life. It's like, it's just perfect all the time. He's just like, and if it's not, He's like, all right, let me run it back. Like, let me do it again. Like, even if you're not filming, he just wants to do it as good as he can do it. And that's like his, I feel like that's his nice. mantra, you know? He just wants a scooter as good as anybody could scooter in a bowl, I feel like. Yeah. And that's how he does it, dude. But he's good everywhere, actually. Dude. But yeah, she uh, just loves scootering. And uh, yeah, from uh, she just kept doing scooter stuff, and then it popped up, became a shop. I met SoulFlow first back in like SD and... 10 or 11 is when I met, like, the first bit of the team. It was kind of a mix of, like, Oregon boys that I didn't know and then dudes out here that I definitely was, like, riding with, like, Charlie in London. And uh, met them all at SD. And I think. Yeah, after that. Yeah. Hmm. After that, um, some Roseburg homies, Matt and Justin Grinstead, Matt Goodwin, Justin Grinstead, and then Seth, all three of them got on. I think they were next after Charlie. Yeah. And then they yeah. really started, like, then it really popped off. Nasty. And then they put him on to some dudes, in, or Charlie and Seth, I believe, like, put them on to, like, uh, Wyatt and, like, London Fickland and, like, Tristan. these other, like, local, like, local, local Arizona guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. local Arizona homies that, okay. like, Charlie and So, because like, Charlie is know. such a big, per- big influence to why SoFlo is, that's the reason why there's so many Arizona people now exactly got yes. you because i feel like soflow is have a presence in arizona i feel like soflow is like oregon and arizona yeah exactly you know what i mean so like but arizona was kind of like having their own growth like as oregon was mm-hmm. way back then too yeah i mean and since we don't have a physical shop here it's it's like kind of difficult to like have like a real presence here in arizona um but you know who knows so what's the what's the future some of the future goals of soflow What's something that you guys um, like want to achieve with the brand and then more specifically just like with yourselves involved in the brand? Oh, I got this one. I have to think about this all the time. What oh, you got, More Chase? tours. That was sick. What we did was <laughs> more sick. Tours. More tours. Yeah. More tours, but how's that happening? There's a whole business side of it that I don't like thinking about. But basically, you buy it soul flow, money goes, and then we tour. Yeah, just break it down simply. All the money that is made at the shop goes back into the shop. Like it's all. No, absolutely. But like, what? Yeah, exactly. You know, what's what's like your goals to get more money though into the shop so that where the tours can happen. We had our run of T bars. Yeah, and they were great, like super great T bars. We had them um, manufactured here in, uh, like in the United States. Um, was super great. Um, Are we allowed to say who manufactures them? I don't know. Kind of like I don't. I, They're I not never... done by us. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, like when we outsource, we're outsourcing to scooter companies. Yeah. So like the bars were done through Affinity, Ooh. 
Um, and then they came to us and we did the stamping and sold them as Soul Flow bars. And that was all done through the backbone of that. But uh, they just don't really have the time, I feel like, to like be manufacturer on top of like making their own shit because mm-hmm. you know, they have to make their own bars. And if they're making their own bars and now they're like really starting to like step up, I think, and like make a lot more bars. So they just didn't have really time to make our bars anymore. And so uh, we're trying to figure out how to do another run of T-bars that are that quality. Um, at the, you know, like, you know, whatever. Uh, trying to just find something that works, something that we like. Um, and then we have a, a whole, like a whole line of parts coming out. Okay. So would you say the goal of SoFlow is to be the top manufacturer and make the top end parts compared to everyone else? Or is it more the goal of to go on tours and to just like film? We, and Quality both. is... No, for me, it's is, both. I want to see parts. Yes, quality to me is like first. We want... We, we're not looking to like revolutionize the deck game. We're not looking to like come in and step on people's toes. But we definitely Damn. have... I like, We're... We have like a, a clear direction that we want to go. We're not looking to like make like completes and stuff. You know what I mean? Why not? I don't know. You know what I mean? I, maybe there's a time in you place. Know, you yeah. start small. You take a little slice of the pie. See, that's a pretty good pie, and move forward. But I feel like we're coming out with a run of parts, and uh, they're a long time in the making because we're trying to make them as quality as they can be. Um, but yeah, what? But tours, man. Just more tours. Getting out. Getting our boys to worlds. You know, yeah, straight getting me in the streets filming in cool places, filming parts. Like, I just want to go cool places and film and uh, see my boys eat. That's the best thing about the team is we have guys doing literally all the disciplines yeah. that you like you want. Street like if dudes, a dude wants dudes, to go guys, compete like... at Worlds and park it up, go with it. And we'll fund and back them as much as we possibly can. Addison yes, has been killing it, and we've been showing him the love that he needs and deserves. Our primary focus is getting our boys like as much exposure as they deserve because a lot of our riders like I don't want to like call myself like underrated, but like I'm definitely gonna say that like basically everybody that rides for Soulflow is stupid underrated. Like raw, like raw dudes. Like Seth Addison, like uh, Grant, you know. Grant just Chase, got put on Bodie, his Charlie, like all these fools are just, are nasty. You know what I mean? It's not done yet. It's coming soon. It's coming. So so how so how are we viewing how are we gonna expand the the viewership of the SoFlo team? Because I feel like wait in for order videos to come out, man. But We're just gonna keep on putting out videos and just keep on doing our thing. So here's an interesting question. Okay, so. So basically, I was talking about this with Daniel, um, and I feel like one thing that scootering potentially uh, struggles with is we don't really have a one particular source that you can just view all of scootering on. Scootering mm-hmm. is kind of spread out amongst several source sources, and like for example, like Undialed is a source per se, um, Trendkill is a source, uh, Olay is a source. There's there's all of these sources. Dissonance but was a fire source. Dissonance is also a source. Fire but I feel like source. but I feel like again skateboarding, for example, it's kind of just like just Thrasher, you know? And and for the most part, yeah. And it's interesting because all of other ones though. They've yeah. definitely got other ones, there's other that ones. Have to get promoted to do that. There's other ones, but I feel like the the most superior and the most single most viewed oh, is, is Thrasher. Is Thrasher. Sure. Like if you're like 
I feel like watching a gnarly skate video. Yeah. That's where it's going to be. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like, I mean, unless, I mean, I mean, we do. But they've got crews and stuff that definitely put out separate skate videos, not on Thrasher. Yeah. But that definitely get views. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So when you guys come out with these parts, are you guys going to be dropping these videos on the SoFlo YouTube channel? Or do you guys plan to put That's them other places? Done. That is how it's been done. I think there's kind of all of us that want to film are doing the filming and like going their separate directions. So like we still do a lot of Arizona work here. And mm -hmm. even though they're not directly soul flow videos, they're soul flow riders and that in its own way promotes. Um, so we've all been kind of active on staying on like our own videos. But if we have something like a welcome to or a soul flow related video that's like direct promotion for their product, that goes to soul flow's channel. Gotcha. Okay. And we've been dropping welcome to is pretty regular. I think it was like three or four videos came out on that channel last like year back, back yeah within yeah. a couple like six or seven months yeah seth uh Regular used to promotes. live up in eugene um with me but uh he moved back down to roseburg and we stopped like going out and filming as much and we were like pumping out videos for it was last year we were pumping out a bunch of videos like, yeah we when we when Charlie scoop, and I, came down. I did a super 60 like hunter did a super 60 uh hunter also forgot to mention hunter hunter is stupid underrated Hunter yeah. is dumb raw. Hunter Frost? No. Uh, My Hunter. homie Hunter, Hunter Ignatius. Ignatius. Yeah. Ignatius. Who was he, he was Iggy. the homie that did the Front People 5 at WJ. Riding the Sorensen deck. Uh -huh. Soulful dude. He wasn't on the tour with us, but he pulled up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking Hunter. about now. Yeah. Yeah. He was probably wearing a Raiders hat and some yeah. like baggy camo pants or something, you know? Um, the biggest but yeah, you've ever seen. Fool is full sick. I just want to shout him out. That's my boy. That's sick. Yeah, that's my guy. But uh, yeah, man, I forgot what we were talking about. Just Videos. expanding SoFlo. Oh yeah. Um, cause did your welcome to come out on SoFlo and Trinco? No. Was it just Trinco? No, we ended up doing my welcome to was SoFlo, and then Charlie and I filmed a video, but that ended up being SoFlo as well, which was sweet, and that was from last year's. I, th I swear, visiting. I thought your video was on Trinco. There was talk of it, but we decided to do SoFlo promotion because I hadn't been welcomed to the team yet. I feel like that's the proper way to do it, too. Yeah. I feel like if you have a team and you're organizing something, it should be welcome promoted to, it under them. On that, on that shop channel, yeah. Unless like it's my welcome been to known for a while. Be, most likely, like, I wouldn't see a situation that it isn't put on SoFlo's channel. Well, you know we're I mean? open to change. Yeah. Josh and I got a video that's coming out, and it's not going on the SoFlo channel. Well, that yeah, but that's like a that's like a you guys passion project. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm not saying all our topics are going there. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like that's a that's like a big thing in scootering. Just that I feel like we need to get figured out as a community is just is figuring out just having a, a primary source. Having a primary source yeah. where it's just kind of like everything gets put up into this one spot. Well, I suppose it's a rat race for, for yeah. who, who gets that spot. It is because, kind of a rat race. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't really imagine a bunch of like 11 year old park kids know what trend kill even is i don't think so <laughs> you know what i mean i don't think that they know that that is you think they'd enjoy scary. the trend kill though well well here's here's that's the... what i play on the tv in soul flow true constantly that is the only thing i every every day i go in there and i start the videos until it gets to i think it's like the i go Play all from the top until it gets to the like Jake Hershey's uh like what was it like 
Brillo couch or whatever till it gets to that video. And then I go back to the top and run it back. And that's like what I do every day. And it's like six hours of scootering. <laughs> that's you it. need but to expand that. Kids always come so in. Much more down. I know there's so much more down there, but so much more. But then so new videos come out. And, but that's just that's basically what I've been doing. That was funny. I feel like in scootering, like because when scootering had its, I would say its initial like little blow up for a second, and like Tanner Fox emerged when mm -hmm. the Funk Bros emerged. Right. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to uh, being put onto scooter riders and companies to make their own youtube channel in hopes of becoming rich off of youtube right. like select yeah. people and because like, that, that, like said people yeah you yeah. know what i mean mm -hmm. so so i feel like there's this interesting like mindset within scootering almost that's like every brand like has to have their own youtube channel because like they they want to fulfill some sort of like payment system that they think youtube is going to give them but it's really not that simple you have to like have like yeah you know there's like certain like x criteria like it's just so to. easy to be like yeah i get paid from youtube and it's just like to go into the specifics of how you get paid and the exact and like, like the grind to get there yeah it's just like i don't know it's just funny like like i feel like i feel like the the next time that they'll they'll be like for example like when Thrasher was just a magazine company and that was its primary source of putting out media and they would have like DVDs along with the magazine and, yeah. and that sort of thing like that when they transferred over to like YouTube, that was already the initial primary source. So when they went to YouTube, it was kind of just the natural step. I feel like what's going I'm pretty sure they still do Thrasher magazine. They do. They yeah, do. But it's not the primary did. source of viewership. For sure, more people look at YouTube than their magazines. 100% now. Yeah. And 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 I feel like when scootering, there's going to be some sort of new shift in in the way people consume content in a way that people communicate with each other. And I feel like it's it's the same shift of like newspapers to actually watching the news. It's going to be a new way that you use your body to consume information and i feel like when that happens and you can consume scootering differently i feel like that that when that shifts that's going to be like the the moment that like is really the opportunity for a scooter company to emerge and like and and become like the the viewing spot of of it all are you talking about pov scootering just i am the scooter rider now Men's Imagine, dude. You know what? I just really, really want to come. You gonna out. get a camera installed in your eyeball? So you like... And your toes and your fingers. You gotta feel that. What, dude? It's POV. You gotta be the scooter guy. Is it about to be a what's up? Ready Player One. Skate three on a scooter. You want to strap up in a suit? Hey, so so <laughs> so tell me this. So do you guys think if there was ever a video game like a scooter video game came out that was similar to Skate? Yeah. I think that it would have the potential of becoming more popular than skate. It would be so much more fun. It would be insane. Like if there was the like if the full blown full release of Pipe was out right now, like I feel like that would do better than I don't know because that game's kind of hard. But I was gonna say Pipe's me, difficult. It's gotta have the yeah. just easy pickup ability of skate. Yeah, and it's gotta look cool. Like you gotta find a way to make your scooter rider. Doing all the stuff that the skaters kind of flick and move yeah. in the game. Yeah, straight D Details. Scootering is so complex, though, I feel like, compared to a skateboard. Where, like, because like, skate was really cool because each joystick was kind of your foot. You know, and you kind of dictated the way tricks were done by, like, the way you moved. Like, it was, I don't know, it, it wasn't exact or anything. But I feel like it was a close comparison. 
And well, they figured that out with Skater XL, how to make it yeah. more of a simulator. Kinda yeah, like and the, the same could be done with scootering for sure. How, like, you know, if you wanted to do bar tricks, it would be, you know, like a LB with a combination yeah. of, you know, uh, you know, spins and flicks with the joysticks or whatever. Same way, pipe's pretty good about it. Because scooters would be really, really similar it. to riding a yeah, bike. Yeah, to a bike, yeah. So the pipe controls make mm-hmm. sense. You're, you know, your hands, your feet, your movement. I feel like it'd be sick too if it had like some some like like you you could actually get off your scooter and like go do like missions or if it was just an extension to like GTA. That'd be a... GTA small feature. We're there, boys. We got the GTA feature. <laughs> like imagine if you could just cruise around GTA with the scooter. GTA six, it could happen. Well, uh, in, so the only company that I or like game developers that I've ever seen do anything with scootering. Mm-hmm. Um, well, besides, like, you know, they had that, like, Crayola scooter game. They had that Hold one. on. Hold on. You better go bust it out. Yo, go get the Crayola scooter game, bro. But also there was... Um, Wait, what, the Ryan Myers back? played in uh, an NBA game. Yeah. That See, that's two, one I was going to talk 2K. about was NBA 2K. Yeah, so uh, NBA 2K, they have, like, full-blown tricks, bro. They got, like... they got, Oh, dude, he's got it, bro. Pull up. What? I what got, is that? I Dude, on the game. Xbox One. It's literally that? a scooter game for the Xbox One. Crayola scooter. Is it fire? No. 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 <laughs> so what? I don't okay. know. I was curious. I had to know. I okay, Loki. It... In the epi- How are we on swearing? Are we not swearing? You can swear. Say whatever the fuck okay. you want, dog. Um, so I, yeah, as I say, I feel like we're deep enough in the podcast now that kids won't probably be watching still, but uh, this game's fucking lame. But... Uh, <laughs> do you, do you really, really think cool, any though. kids are going to get offended by you calling this lame? Well, no, I don't think they're going to get offended. But... Do you understand how bad this game sucks? I have little brothers, bro. I'm not dude, sure. like, young. this I'm game, this game has the potential. Like that game, though? Oh, he, dude, Grayson would go crazy on that. He dude, this, crazy on this game school. sucks because at any given moment, you have some paint shooting out the back of your scooter, so you can't even see what the... You can't see what the dude is doing. Well, because the the they're just scootering and it's it's uh Splatoon, but scooters. And like <laughs> they can do tricks, but they don't even look tight. And like, ah, oh, dude. Yeah, but the one I was talking about, Will, was uh NBA two K. NBA two K twenty. Um They have a scooter in it. They have it and there's real motherfucking tricks. Like in their did emo- you, did individual you- emotes that you have to unlock after you unlock the scooter. And then, because I played the shit out of 2K20, bro. So I, I, I was grinding for the scooter, but then 2K21 came out. Does the 2K21 have a scooter? No, I don't think so. It was only 2K20. Well, I got on 2K21, and then I played it for like a day, and I was like, this game sucks ass. But is, it, is 2K20, was it the scooter part? Was it just like a, an additional thing? or like? Well, so you can like, so there's like the neighborhood in 2K, right? And it's like this like big, like, uh, like open area, and there's like, eight nine different bats i think there's yeah like probably well there's one two three four in the middle that's like two v2s and then there's all the three v3 courts all around the outside but then there's like a bunch of stores and stuff oh so you can literally run around the map yeah yeah you walk around it's like an open world and then you like go to like the spot on the court and you like stand there and wait you're alone if you have your team you can like all line up in the spot and then you like go in and play the team and you stay there if you win and it's pretty dope like if you have a, a full team of three homies it's pretty. It's pretty fun to get on Let's there. Say, and is that out. how they all are? Like all uh, the other two games. I think that that started in like two K fourteen. Is oh, when okay. they introduced the neighborhood or like two K fifteen. I don't remember. 
So, um, so when do you use the scooter in the game? So, like, when do you walk around do like the do, neighborhood and stuff? Do you like do a slam dunk and then like well, no, the no, scooter so comes out of nowhere? You can't use it in the like while you're playing basketball. But when you're walking around, like trying to get like over to like the haircut place or trying to get like new tattoos or trying to get over to because there's a place you can like. Is it okay? Is it like a free world? Like hypothetically, it's not a like, free world. It's just one big square where you can like mob around, and there's a bunch of other people online in that square and you can have a skateboard you can have oh my bad you can have a skateboard you can have a hoverboard you can have like all these things but you have to like be a certain rank to unlock them like be is a scooter a high high rank thing yeah i don't think it's a higher rank than a skateboard though i think the skateboard's a higher rank what no actually i think you unlock them at the same time at like elite one or something like that you unlock Did, them at the same time. do you know who who was the who the actor was he clayton knows it was exactly. ryan myers oh yeah ryan myers yeah it was ryan myers seven which is so funny so that, that he was the one that got to like, dude, because all all of the tricks look like it looks it's you know it's a seven foot two Kevin Durant or whatever you know, it doing looked... doing a double heel. It's like, it is like so easy yeah. with it. It's so, <laughs> it's so cool, bro. Because like you know like uh, I have a couple homies from Georgia that would get on that and you know they'd be like, bro, what the fuck, you ride scooters and you're like we're out here on scooters, bro, like mobbing around and they'd be doing tricks and stuff. Dude, imagine if there was an NBA player in IRL who just like was about scootering like that. Would or, pull or up got their put on the, would, say, who got put on the scootering scooter? because of Ryan Myers. Oh. So sick. Right? Shaq scooter exists somewhere. He, there was a yeah, yeah, vault commercial. That? Yeah, the no, vault made Shaq a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. And with then some like crazy 32 yeah, a bunch photos of, or a something. A bunch of <laughs> companies had to come together to make that for us. Yeah. Because TSI had a super fat deck. Like the 25 or Yeah, no, it was. I thought it was 30. I it thought was it was like 30, 30 by 5 wide. It was the skinniest, <laughs> longest thing you've ever seen. Because they just used their oh, 5 wide so extrusion. Sick. Yeah. Made him a 30 inch deck. I wonder where that scooter is these days. Dude, and then Affinity house. came together. I bet you And he, they did like 45 wide by like. 45 wide dog they were no huge will it was the biggest scooter made ever 45 wide is huge dude that's like ridiculous I mean, dude how, jack is fucking huge bro have you ever seen jack? jack do they like do they put double do they double grip it so it's like thicker it's more girthy grips oh, no. like oh actually actually odi came in and <laughs> you know I'm those just saying. you know those odi Ford koozies they have four long freaking oh yeah the, 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 the big koozies that's what he had on there damn that's something never been thought about oh get man. a thicker bar sorry oh but you wouldn't be able to grip it i feel like a scooter bar is the optimal size to like grip a bar play with it a little bit Yo, dude, there's nah, so i got something to do about home. shack on a scooter i think no, he was nah, like, way no way here here I'll, I'll, let me turn my on my monitor for you guys can you pull it up yo so this monitor does a flippy doodah too kind of well, he's about to make it not very well it's good all right we'll narrate it's no, a no, scooter no, that's cool so there's, there's like a lot of i can't uh, say anything yeah sorry well that's as I far see a lot as of pictures go. shack what oh, about wait. this big one on that moped he does rock a three-wheeler it looks like he's rocking the big wheel too yeah. like the beach cruiser beach cruiser scooter edition that's not shack but that's a bird god he's so tall no i'm pretty <laughs> sure the so scooter tall. i'm talking about is look up like the vault shack scooter yeah it was red it was i thought the, it was blue there's a there's I a lot of photos of him on like a uh -oh. on like a bird uh -oh. this is a serious thing so shack. 
Volt scooter. I remember there was an NFL commercial with phase two dirt scooters in the background of it. Really? Yeah, and that was like I a think I think Shaq was in it too for some reason. I like it was like a it was an it was like a football. It was like during a football game. There was a commercial. Oh, like during the Super Bowl or something? Yeah, and yeah. really, phase twos was sick. I kind of want to see more of that. I think gnarly in the dirt. I think if Razor offered me a sponsorship, I think I'd take it. I think I dirt believe. scooters are dude. Are, if they if they approach me and they're like, "Hey, we're we're coming through with like a top of the line premium street line," and uh, dude, you're scooter. whoa, whoa, no dirt scooter, dog. Dirt, <laughs> I'm not nice on dirt. You're, you're, dog, you were you were literally no way. You were tripping. I dude, I'd I'd be like, yeah, what's good, dude? They try to do that with phase two. Yeah, but they that was me, not huh? good. That I, was not good stuff. Well, so I'm just saying that's what happened when they tried. Like, I mean, maybe they could do some, like, cooler stuff now, but I seriously feel like Razor's main priority is, no. is bro, if you got a transportation. Contract, bro, Look how big crazy. this dude is, dude. No, we've been knowing. Well, Kevin Durant's small, though. Isn't no, Kevin Durant, no, like, that's five Kevin, foot four? That's Kevin Hart, dude. Or Kevin Hart, that's I'm sorry. Hart. We were talking about Kevin Durant. Oh, I think this is the scooter. Oh, yeah, look. Did they actually make it for Shaq, though? Yeah. Dude, look how tall the bars are in the shadow. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm not, I wasn't kidding, dude. They're They're, like, 45 wide by, like, a hundred dollars. Dude, wait. I wonder if there's a realistic. Photo. How tall am I? How tall? Are, how tall is five eleven in inches, in straight inches? Twelve. Uh, I don't know. Well, twelve inches to five sixty plus five eleven, so you're looking at seventy one. Yeah, I'm not even a hundred. Hundred oh, inches tall. Never mind. I guess. I guess even Scooter Hut couldn't, couldn't find a photo of it. This thing exists. I'm not I feel crazy. like I saw it. Like I, yeah, feel, I feel like I was at the vault one like one day, and I I saw it. Like I remember really looking at it. Yeah, that's wild. Hmm. I'm massive. Hey, but going back to dirt scooters, I feel like dirt scooters are one of the most untapped things that that's like potentials that scootering tried, but it just never really worked well. I feel like what didn't they have like a big dirt scoot contest in way back Barcelona? in the day? No, recently. Like Barcelona or something. I thought what? They had, yeah, I thought they had a dirt scooter contest and Dylan was there. There's a video on his Instagram. Oh, that was a while ago. Though. Oh, that was hella long ago. I, I know was what you're talking about. Yeah, and I know Envy came like out the years ago. Envy came out with one like I don't think it was five or years. Yeah, it, it must have been like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I don't think it was. It, but that's like I mean, that's recent. I feel like I think I feel like there recent? needs to be like a legitimate great dirt scooter that comes out because I feel like the dirt scooters that have came out. They're 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 sick, but they're I don't feel like there is I don't I feel like they're not as geomic geometry like sound as a normal scooter. I feel like the the Envy one was really cool. I feel like that one a lot of people like the head tube on it. I personally didn't like it that much, but it was and it was just kind of small. But I mean if you were small it worked. And I feel like that scooter was sick because people could actually really do tricks on it and it was proportionately like balanced. But I feel like there needs to be more dirt scooters that come out that are like really designed for tricks and for like speed and transportation. Because What's the one Vincent has? The Envy one. He rocks that Isn't around still. By, I don't know, he's sponsored by Fast. Yeah, same company, thing. Yeah. yeah, but yo, Kobe, what are you trying to do? Oh, yeah, you can literally just grab it and just push it down if you want to. Like, really? Yeah. Just, you just give it the Yaga? Yep. Yeah, there you go. You won't. You won't break her. Yeah, I could probably transport this thing. Wait, wait am I too far away now? Yeah, no, I'm you're just, good. Just angle the mic up a little bit, okay, like towards you. I'm blowing it. Cut it. Cut it out. 
Post. Okay, sorry, I have to ask. So you got seven stitches in your arm, dude. What happened? It, but this isn't from the the injury on the tour, right? No, that's checker. That's on the elbow. This is on the healed up. This is right on top of my forearm, bro. Um, so I was, I don't know. My homie was using this like pretty terrible grip tape. This was literally two days ago. Um, he's using this like, like super super sticky grip tape. And it wasn't like paperback or anything, but it was like dumb sticky. It was probably some skateboard grip. And uh, I could, like feeling it off of my fingers was like starting to hurt because I got halfway through it because he did like a thousand shapes on his deck. And uh, he gets all artsy with it, you know. And so I was like, all right, dude, I'm just going to scrape this off of the script, like with the paint scraper because I have like a five in one paint scraper. Um, I used it to like notch the grip tape around the head tube, you know. Works awesome. Like works super good. Just to finds, score it. Oh, yeah. Finds the crease like every time. It's great. But uh, I was go I was using that to like scrape off, um, the grip tape, and uh, it wasn't cutting it. And so I like went and like took it to the grinding wheel and sharpened it. And then I was going, and I wasn't going towards myself because I'm not like a I'm not like a doofus, you know. It was kind of it was kind of an accident. It seems like it. You know, this doesn't this wasn't something that you know, this is the first time that I've actually been hurt working on scooters, and I've been working on scooters for like the past. Six, I'd say six years because I worked at the Divide for like a year and a half, two years before it at shut the down. Where the Divide up in Portland? Ah, uh, that was a shop. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, it was a turnstile, the distribution oh, turnstile. Okay. It was their shop that was attached to the like turnstile. Uh huh. Whatever, but um, I worked there and like I never got injured there. Like you know, like nicks and cuts on my hands and stuff. But that's you know, you're just that's just what's gonna happen. You're turning wrenches and whatnot, but. Um, yeah, I was going, I sharpened it and then I was going sideways and, uh, we were chatting and everything was going fine. Like it was working good, working great. I wasn't going towards myself or anything. Most of the time I was going up or coming across the deck, but I couldn't go up cause he's riding an Aztec and it's like concave, you know? So I couldn't go directly up cause it wouldn't get the grip tape. So I was coming across and, uh, it just bucked and like just dug in and then ejected out of the grip tape. And just since, yeah, man, since I had just sharpened it, it just sliced me. And I, dude, I was, I'm so glad that he was there though, because like, if I was by myself, I don't know what I would have done because I couldn't have like tied anything around my arm. There was, you know, I had to, I immediately grabbed it. Like I basically grabbed it and like folded my skin, like, you know, like folded it back together um, because it immediately opened up like super wide. Mm -hmm. It went like three centimeters deep. It's like, you know, probably inch and a half, two inches long. But yeah, I got seven stitches in it. And, uh. Luck yeah, has it was, not been on your side. Yeah. No. Yeah, it was not on my side on that one. And I was I was just pressing super hard, trying to get the script tape off. It was so adhesive. And uh, I even hit it with the like the blow dryer, everything. Because uh, I don't have a heat gun. Should get it. I'm gonna get a damn heat gun now. I'm not, not cutting myself. You should just much. peel up each little triangle. And then go in there. <laughs> Dude, it just there needs to be some sort of... I mean, if, what if you just paint stripper or something like that on grip tape? I bet that would peel No, it. no, no. The technique is just go over it again. <laughs> just double layer it. <laughs> double layer it. And then fold, it, the old... fold it around the sides of the deck. What no, because you could still cut back. Right well, what if that was a thing is like like you showed how many how long you yeah, had your deck <laughs> by like by how many layers of grip tape you had. Like barely one in the deck, bro. Where the deck would get so cushiony. It'd be nice. Yo, whatever, dude, make some foam grip. Somebody make foam grip. Bad grip Please. did that. Um, yeah, but it wasn't good. Good terrible. foam grip, like some you, cushion. You, you don't want that. That's horrible. What if it was grippy? Dude, there's no way you could make foam that would not tear. 
It's true. No way. No way. I mean, at that point, it'd okay, be some about... sort of like it'd be some sort of composite or some yeah. sort of rubber. Wouldn't be foam. Um, yeah. there was that like it wasn't thick, but there was like that skateboard grip tip that came out, and they were selling like scooter sheets as well. I think and, Dante like, was writing that. Wasn't it called like yeah? Here? And like Coda had it. Yeah. Like Coda was I, I hate it was Cream Prime, wasn't it? Or some, it, it was like. Whoa, what? What'd you just say to me? No, no, it it sounds real sus. It's the really <laughs> sus. It's like. What is he talking about? Cream Prime grip cream tape. Cream Prime. I think that's the name of it. I could be wrong. Let's really? Find out. Uh, it is. It's Cream Grip. Cream Grip. Okay. What yeah. does this feel like under your feet? Um, it's not that thick. So here's how they marketed it to scooter riders, and this, this is how I thought it was hilarious. So they they marketed it as as like grip tape that wouldn't ruin your shoes, okay. and like I they have that on skateboards. They no, no, no. I I get that on a skateboard, mm-hmm. but you don't slide like you your your grip tape does not ruin your uh, shoes. Ninety percent of people ruining their shoes riding scooters is from dragging down. their foot. Yeah, it's from slowing down or kids like pressing their foot on their wheel if their brakes broken. Or something. Yeah, like it's not it's not from sliding um, your foot across the deck. Like that. I mean, that I would say goes for like the less advanced scooter riders um that's 90 percent of your wear and tear is going to come from like sliding your foot on the ground um, yeah or but like for me i always break shoes um like i rip them always from like falling and stuff um and like i do like i flick my tail whips like a skateboard because i grew up skateboarding i skateboarded yeah. for like 11 years um i started skateboarding my like i guess i didn't start skateboarding when i was two but i always started skateboarding when i was like five you know what i mean um, but I started riding skateboards when I was like, as soon as I could walk. Because um, my uncle skated, grew up like super close with all my aunts and uncles um, in the same household. So, That's yeah, it was, it was a super, I have a super tight knit family. Um, but yeah, I grew up skateboarding heavily with my uncle. He was in like a punk band and all this stuff. He still plays music and stuff. Cool guy. But uh, yeah, man, like he put me on skateboarding heavily. And then I, I reached just like some crazy plateau scoot, like skateboarding um, to where I wasn't wearing anything new. And then, uh, I was just doing the same stuff like every day, like every day it was just the same. You know, I was just doing kick flips and trade flips, and you know, just doing the the back crook that I knew how to do. You know, because I couldn't do like any other grinds on like ledges or rails, and never even like really got into like, touching rails because I just like didn't have the balls to fucking do it. Yeah, um, and that was kind of like the like a lot of that plateau was like, all right, am I going to start like doing stair like big stair sets and handrails and like really like putting shit on the line or like. You know, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I going to do something else? And so I started BMXing. BMXing was, like, pretty chill. BMX for a couple of years because um, I was skateboarding when I lived in, like, uh, in, Ver- in Vernonia. Like, originally in Vernonia, no skate park, no fucking spots. It's a mile long end to end and it has one stoplight, you know. Like, there's, like, surrounding, you know, obviously surrounding area. Wait, we um, rolled through there, didn't we? The, well, On the when? tour. First tour? Coast no. Review 1? I thought last tour we rolled through there. It was no, maybe didn't. somebody else's hometown. James's. Yeah, James yeah. James Myrtle Point. Yeah. Myrtle. Um, but yeah, uh, Coast Tour V1, we actually uh, did go to Vernonia. And we stayed in Vernonia overnight. And there's a this place called the Mill Pond. And uh, it's just like a, a pond with a big, long like track around it. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole pond. And it's like one and a half miles all the way around. Um, but it's the Mill Pond because there's like an abandoned mill. Like an old, super, super old mill. There's, like, all of these, like, crazy, like, grain bins and shit that are, like, ancient, huge, all tipped on their side, and you, like, crawl in them and shit. Well, for the most part now, they're pretty much, like, rotted away pretty good, but when I was a kid, you could, like, skate in them. 
like Damn. we used to bring our skateboards in there and like yeah um but then so uh we stayed in that mill overnight it was like inside the mill because there's no roof on it and there's a bunch of trees in there and there's just like a shit ton of graffiti um if you guys go watch the soul flow coast tour videos they're pretty good on the soul flow youtube um pretty cool stuff but yeah we ended up standing there and it's like this crazy graffiti place um and it was just a wild wild night it was just crazy ended up raining on us and we like didn't have like the flies up and then there was like a hole in the bottom of the tent after we got the flies up and then james ended up like sleeping like woke up at like four o'clock in the morning was like what the fuck and was just like in a puddle like his whole entire sleeping bag his clothes everything he's just soaking wet and he was there we just wake up to him you're like what the fuck dude and then addison wakes i remember he like i don't remember if it was in the morning or right when he it was in the morning right when we woke up we all woke up at like seven o'clock in the morning so it's fucked it was just like we were all wet and just pissed off and but i remember right when we all like actually woke up addison woke up dude and fucking caught a raindrop right into his eyeball <laughs> he was so mad but it was so fucking funny because he was so mad like it just blasted him in the eyeball but uh a little shrimp yeah <laughs> it was a good one dude that was pretty funny but uh thank god there was none of that yeah i'm uh so i moved out of vernonia third grade um moved around a bunch after that but like consistently skateboarded Moved back to Vernonia, got into BMXing because there's nothing else to fucking do. You can't skate out there. Like, you, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm not going to get good at flat ground. I have no interest in that. You know what I mean? Um, there's not even, like, a waxed up curb to skate or a ledge or nothing. And, like, I at the time, being in a tiny town, didn't know that you could, like, oh, go buy a rub brick and, like, clear coat and wax. And, like, you can make it skatable, you know? Like, you, you could do these things. You know, I didn't, I just, no, not with nobody, nobody to put me on really either. Um, but yeah, I moved back into Vernonia, got into BMXing, and then I like broke. I, dude, my mom always she's like, you didn't break your wrist, you didn't break your wrist, because apparently the doctors told me I didn't break my wrist. But like, dude, my shit's fried, bro. Like, I can't, I can't like bend it back, like past there, like that's it right there, and it's like maxing out in pain. Like this one, I can go. Our like, bar twist hard for you. You know, I can't do. I I can't do that. I can throw a bar switch or oppo or whatever, you, what may have you, but I can't. What was the switch? I don't know. Is it off? Who cares? Sw- it's uh, it's oppo. Actually, it's, <laughs> it's oppo. Because switch is your switch feet stance. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then I was like, yeah, dude, like, not doing this. It was on New... I remember it was on New Year's Eve, and we just got uh, a new electric company put in, and it was, like, the newest building, so we're like, there's got to be a fucking spot there. And I was off, like, two Mike's Hard Lemonades, you know, like, vibing hard, you know? And uh, me and my boy were out there BMXing, and... uh I was like, yo, dude, watch this. And he, like, you know, you ever hear somebody go, yo, dude, watch this. It was a parking lot. Famous last words. Yeah, literally. Parking lot to parking lot gap. And I I knew I had it. Like, of course I had it. Like, it was was a chill one, but it was scary. And uh, curb on top, grass, curb on the bottom. And it was probably like a five-foot drop, you know, four-and-a-half, five-foot drop. It was respectable. You know, 13, 14 years old. Like, that's respectable. Um. But I, like, send it, did not pull up hard enough at all, like, cased my back wheel, died, like, abs, I know I fried my wrist, like, dude, I know <laughs> the, I broke The clip been on Worldstar. Yeah, like, for sure, I ate shit so hard, like, because it bucked me, and I, like, did the, my hands are off, but, like, I did, like, a, what is that, like, a lazy boy, where you lay all the way back with your, like, your feet under the bars, like, your legs under the bars, you lay all the way back, basically what I was doing, but, like, vertically. 
you know what I mean? Like my bike was just behind me except for my bars. And then I just fucking face planted. So yeah, dude, splatted. Uh, I didn't go to the hospital until like a week later. And then they like, the doctors told me I didn't fracture it or break it or anything, but like permanent issues now. So, I was, but yeah, I remember go, like pushing back to the homie's house and I was like, yo, fuck BMX. He's like a death trap. This is a, I was just going off. But yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, no, not BMXing anymore. And then, uh, I was kind of stuck in this like weird, like, what am I going to do? And, uh, so I started scootering a little bit and, uh, it was really cool because it's the perfect hybrid of scootering and or sk- skateboarding and BMXing. It's like the literally the perfect combination of the two. Yeah. And then stuck. Do you do you ever plan on on doing anything other like any other sort of action sport other than scootering, or is like once you found scootering, you're like, this is it? Um, I I've always wanted to snowboard as well. Um, and I actually just recently got put onto snowboarding. Uh, snowboarding so sick, and dude, so, so sick. sick. And the third time that I ever, because the first time I snowboarded, um, was just like at some like, I don't even know what it was like a sledding hill, but it was just like open for the like public use. You know what I mean? And there was like mountain access right at the uh, like base of Mount Hood and government camp. Yeah, and uh, you can just hike up as far as you want. You know what I mean? And but it's not like a lift or it's not a resort area. Um, that's so bad. And uh, I did like a gnarly back through because you know how they have like the ramp at the end that's like the stopper for the like the sled areas. I back threed that on my first day snowboarding, and I was like, "Yo, okay, like this is cool," because it was literally just like, "All right, just stay straight and then do the jump." And I did the jump like a bunch of times, and then was like learning how to carve and stuff. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And uh, second day snowboarding was oh no 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 I had a I got it backwards so first day I went to um, the ski resort I went to uh, I don't even remember what it's called completely blowing the name right now it wasn't Hoodoo it was uh, I don't even know whatever but went there and just like beat the hell out of myself for like an hour and a half just like smoked myself straight just like bodied on the bunny hill like not dude just biffing spinning backwards catching my heel edge going to my tailbone like just the worst bro could not figure it out and i was by myself and uh then i i literally was just like standing at the lift looking at it and i was like fuck it just got on went to the top and then i learned how to snowboard literally on that way down about like two three times but i learned yeah, to, i literally just said fuck it i'm just gonna go up there get some speed and get get active and i did it oh, was yeah. cool and then second day was the day after that and uh, that was when we were at that little, that little sledding area. And then I back through the thing. And I was like, all right, cool. And then my third day snowboarding was like the next week we went to Hoodoo. And it was like all the soulful boys who snowboard got together. Not like the Arizona boys, but all I the Oregon boys. It. it was a dope, dope trip. And I was like front boarding the rail. You remember I showed you the sketchiest front board of all time? Yeah. Yeah, dude. But I was like front boarding the rail. I did like backboard on the rail. Like, you know, it's 50, 50 in the ledges. And uh, I actually flipped that day too and landed it yeah damn hell yeah like first try and so yeah i was like damn dude that, that was after that i well i spent some of my stimulus money on a snowboard actually and i bought a new money and that was pretty cool um got some bindings for christmas and then i was off and i've just been snowboarding too but snowboarding's super fun i haven't like injured myself or anything like that just been having a bunch of fun learning tricks and i've had like always like a natural like athletic inclination uh, we were playing a bunch of baseball as well. Ended up stopped playing baseball so I could like 
I think it was, I don't remember what I was doing. I was either skateboarding or BMXing, but I just didn't like the team sport thing anymore. I just wanted to do my own thing and be athletic in my own right, you know, yeah, not yeah. to anybody else's expectation or standard, just to do what I want to do. Is that something you like about action sports versus versus team sports? You don't you like making the decisions. You like oh absolutely. You like calling your own yeah. shots. Well, yeah, because you know I feel like if like I don't know what if you had a coach for scootering. Some people do. Some people do. But that's some wackos, bro. Different lifestyle. <laughs> that's crazy. Are you serious? Oh, you look cool, bro. But yeah, no, for sure. Well, there's. You know how like, bro. Like, Woodward. Woodward's got coaching. For, okay, that's different though. That's not like because of scootering. If we've you made had, it different. Okay, but but think of it like it was, the like if you had a football coach. Like when I was, I remember when I had like. When I was young, like and I was playing and, baseball, yeah, no, like any ex no, writer like getting would have yelled that. at and getting told that like you're not doing good enough and like you need to you need to do better, you need to run faster. And imagine like you pull up to a spot and you're like nah, and you, like you, then you have somebody that has authority over you to some degree get or that something. Spot. But like no, but like being an asshole and like you need to fucking get back. You in need there. a fifty that rail right now, right now. I don't care if you've done any warm ups. I don't care. You need you know what I mean, like stuff like that. He's like you know. You need to get out there and push three miles so your legs are strong enough for worlds. Or Bro, what? Nah, dude. Like, you know, I feel like that. I feel like, you know, if you have somebody that's like, I don't know, if you're like a, like a slacker or something and you're like, but you're at that like insane, like pro level where you are going to worlds and you just need somebody to like, be like, hey, man, like, did you work out today? Like, oh, no, like, my day. no, it's not your day off. Like, you need to go work out. Oh, all right there are coaches and scooters if you have a, do that though you do yeah that, exactly right? like that like that's chill you know like that but i don't feel like that's like that's more of like a life coach like or like that type uh, of, that's not uh, like a older dog looking out for a younger dog type yeah type thing yeah like i that's not still like coaching. to the to but not to the degree of like like a football coach or something like that and I that's what that's i was just what's say. sick about scootering is we have exactly that bro because like, that does exist in skating want, and snowboarding you know and like i've that level of coaching and to a degree, but we don't have that. We don't have that big money. We don't have that corporate influence, and so a lot of the want and desire for for people to go and get is their own personal desire. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas if you're like, you, I, I, I don't know if I can really make. I don't know if I can really say that, but what you know, like if a like a if you have like a big money, like if you're going to the X Games, you know, like you have all of these contracts that you have to, you know, like, you're like, okay, I got like X money, X money, X money. I have to go like work out and like, I have to go perform as opposed to like with scootering since, you know, like, and I, I guess with like companies and stuff, you do have to hold up your end of the bargain, of course. but you know what I mean? But there's not, I don't know, you know, yet that level of like outside influence. And I feel like a lot of the determination and drive for people to go to like worlds go, nitro go to these crazy high level competitions is within themselves it comes from within you know yeah it has to yeah exactly and i'm not saying that all other action sports that have big money influence you know all of those athletes just are in it for money yeah you know that's not at all what i'm trying to say i'm just saying that maybe that personal drive for somebody who isn't as like you know uh like outgoing maybe that's gonna they're gonna be more outgoing because they have that little bit extra outside influence i feel that you know what i mean feel that damn i couldn't imagine having like because i played lacrosse for a while 
I couldn't imagine having a a coach who who like I would go to practice with like imagine just going to scooter practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays and then you have like you have like a comp you know you like you meet your coach at your local and he's like all right man like let's see some back 50 back lips and he's like oh you know that that one was okay but like you know yeah. maybe, maybe try putting your foot this way and turning your hips like this so it like looks a little better i got a dumb question that'd be cool though doesn't but, that kind of organically happen when you go ride with homies no is that just me i mean yeah but like there i don't f- also feel like scooting is old enough yet to where like because like you but know, i feel like the, it's also like the structure of how scooter competitions could happen what if like what if there was scooter comps where yeah. it was two teams and it was like that would be sick. And, and it was like blue versus red, and there was ten riders on each team, and it was just like, all right, it's just one of these two. That's what scootering needs because that could be a televised that that could be something that would be like a televised event. And I'm not saying that that exactly. But if there was like, oh, imagine this. What if there's something like that that is interesting to watch, something that you have vested interest in, like you know, vested interest in because they're teams from. Your local area, you know what I mean? I don't know. Imagine this. Is that, what where, if, is that the route we want to take, though? Imagine this. What if there was 10, 10 disciplines of scootering? So, like, one discipline, mega ramp. There's Next, 10 disciplines? No, no, listen. Just listen. Okay. Don't interrupt. So, there's... Hey! hey I'll squirt you with a squirt bottle, you cat. <laughs> Dude, he has the, the mud kipper right there. I know. There. He's He'll ready to go. Okay. So, so imagine if, there, if, if they broke scootering down into 10 different, 10 different little subcategories. One, for example, like one would be mega ramp, one would be eight four quarter pipe, one would be flat ledge, one would be manual pad, one would be flat bar, one would know. be down flat rail. Flat ledge and manual bar are kind of the same. Flat ledge and well, manual no, pad? because you'd be you because not not because then it would be a a flat uh, ledge chase. Stop it, trying to find holes in what I'm saying and just Stop listen to, to what I'm... holes in the... Yeah. <laughs> Ten disciplines. That's you, a lot. Dude, you're trying to sink the ship right now. No, no, no. I am Continue. Floating, dude. Five disciplines. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see what you're saying, though. All right. So basically... Flat ground would have to be... At least two, four. What? At least four. Chase... Dissonance you... just put on the thing. They had mega ramp, These are full, street, park. Chase... You haven't even heard what I'm trying to say yet. You haven't, dude. Dude, come on, bro. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> I'm this, sorry, this, well, this, is, this I'm just, I'm, I'm out of the mood now. Well, we're busting your balls, dog. I'm just giving I, you some I, hard love. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> like, All right, so a ledge, flat bar, up bar, down rail. Are we talking about rail. features of a skate park? No, we're just talking about, we're talking about the disciplines of the competition layout that we're talking, talking about, about disciplines competition i got so that. so one thing that i feel like is really important in scootering is we need to find more ways to get money into scootering we need to get more money into scootering and i know a lot of scooter riders hate hearing hate hearing that but it's like we need to be we need to be able to drive our, our passion somehow and the way that we're going to do that was with money and i feel like a yeah. critical way that we're going to get core sponsorships and core people into scootering is formatting scooter competitions in a way where people could then put money into it and there could be viewership on it in different ways that 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 would draw more attention and more potential uh rich people or just anyone into well, the, into the, the vested interest the only and, thing that sets us aside from every other action sport and, is and, corporate sponsorship and and the problem i feel like is scooter competitions right now are so much a a matter of of opinion and it's not a matter of like, 
like for example if you watched a football game you would know even if there was no commentators you could just watch the game and know who who was winning because so many of the the goals are are goals that you don't like it's not somebody's opinion it's not like well i think like he he didn't score the touchdown it's right so so he's he's not going to get right and and i and i feel like we need to figure out a, a way to to compete with scooters that that is not based on opinions and i feel like if we were able to have two like a, if we were able to have a way so it's just like black versus white or red versus blue this this one team versus another team and basically the way i was thinking you'd do that is you could have like 10 riders versus 10 riders and you could have the 10 riders each be a specific discipline so like let's suppose red team has a rider that's specifically for mega ramp and then they have a rider specifically for ledge. They have a rider specifically for manual pad. They have a rider specifically for rail. And then the other team has the same mirrored riders. And then basically, like, they would play and whoever could score the most points for that team could then, like, could then elevate their team to, like, win the final game. But I don't know. Silly idea. How would that work with different riders being on different, like, sponsorship situations or would it be like like the olympics u.s team where it just doesn't matter it's just a culmination kind of like what distance did with the pulling everybody from that country we'll see because i don't think that you can do that with action sports i don't know that that is like feasible because i feel like if uh like turning it to a team-based like sport like that group-based like like, i'm sure i'm sure that it, it like it is like obviously it's possible anything's anything's possible but if possible if it was like the move, like don't you think like skateboarding or snowboarding or like? No, it another... could be not expanded. I have a different question though. Why, why does corporate need to be involved for more defined judging and organizing a way of ranking scootering? What do you mean? Well, I mean it doesn't, but that's like the like, scootering is the only thing that feeds scootering. Scooter right. companies it's self-dependent. And it, it's a hundred percent a self-moving machine. You know what I mean? As to where skateboarding now is like, it's popular and it's cool. And so they have, you know, they can just sell skateboards and they can sell skate merchandise and, you know, skateboarding things just because it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so like that's, it's not a self-driving machine because it's, it's, they're literally pulling money from like corporate sponsorships, merchandise, product, like, you know what I mean? It's like. No, I I get that. So because like the only people buying scooter parts or scooter merchandise or anything like that are scooter riders, and then all that money gets put straight back into scootering most of the time. You know, so it's a a totally self-moving machine scootering, and so I feel like that's that's something like that's dude. It's it's gonna be hard for us. I feel like until we break into like X Games or we break Nitro. Nitro helped a lot. And especially Ryan Williams getting out there and putting in work on the BMX. Dude, I feel like there needs to be people who do not scooter that need to be able to bet on scootering in order to make money off scootering, regardless if they care about scootering or not. So that way we're pulling in outside money from people who aren't necessarily scooter riders. Yeah, That's how we really need to do it. That's the people that we need to get in. Yeah, but with people comes their opinions and their money. So? want outside opinions that don't really understand what's going on and really how to judge something like that or do you want it funded by people that like care about where the sport's going not I feel like trying to put their corporate hand in and correct and change what they see fit i feel like 
like w w how do you see them changing it like like i feel like that whole infrastructure of competitions if they were funded by corporate companies would be set up by scooter riders i feel like that it could be. I, I feel like the corporate wouldn't have an idea of how to like like corporate would come once they see an opportunity to make money yeah and i exactly. feel like they just want to attach themselves to that and I feel like if we were able to set up a way for scooter competitions to happen and we had it organized way, I don't think they would want to go in and mess with that. I think they would just want to attach their logo to it and set up some sort of structure around that that people could then bet and have like a ring. I think that the only opinions that would potentially come into it are there'd be potentially like managers of particular riders that take riders money. That might be an issue. There right. might be like agencies or something like that, 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 yeah. that are withholding Coming in and similar. We see with labels yeah. and rappers. Yeah. Like I could, get I could potentially see in, that get but, young kids locked into deals that screw them over forever. But I, but I feel like, like, yeah. like the thing is, is everyone knows how to ride a scooter in this world. Everyone knows what a scooter is. Everyone can relate to it. I feel like we just have to, we just have to uh, present it in a way that's, that, that people can relate with. And I think that would be a, a very cool thing that people would want to bet money on. Yeah, because, like, you know, your average suburban folk don't want to, like, sit there and watch people just, like, hit the ground a bunch and, like, get bloody and, like, cut up and, like, you know. But oh, even, yeah, like... That, those videos go hard, though. But even, like, scooter oh, races, yeah. too, would be crazy. Just all different Yo. disciplines of like competition. Imagine like a like like downhill longboarding, right? Because they have races and those fools go fast. Imagine because Casey Corning um, from TSI, he uh, he makes his own dirt scooters, but he makes downhill dirt scooters. He don't make no like trick. He he doesn't do tricks on them. You know he can do tricks on them, but he makes them like for downhill, and that's like the discipline that he has chosen for that scooter. And he's like, nah, dude, I don't do jumps and stuff. But, like I will go fast down a trail like a mountain bike trail he'll rip one like that's legit you know what i mean he makes them like specifically to be advantageous on like a downhill trail Back country scootering literally he does he gets out there and does that's it, what it is. and he makes his own snow scooters out of like snowboards and like he's crazy casey's insane but that i feel like i don't know man there's got to be scooter racing downhill would be really cool but it's like, what would be the right scooter for that? Because they found it for the longboard. What would be the the, the I think it would be scooter? A, a scooter that would form itself from that. We talking fifty wides? I think it would start at what a scooter is now, and I think <laughs> it would transform into something. Fatty back and skinny front. Transform into something that would have actual tires, though. Imagine that. Maybe. Yo, the monster truck scooter. It's fifty wide with like car tires on it. I mean, for downhill, like you, like downhill, like skateboard wheels are skinny and they're small. Longboard wheels are big and wide, you know, with a lot of the time a softer durometer, um, durometer being the, the measurement of the hardness of urethane. Um, so a softer wheel, a lot of the times with longboards, you can get harder wheels if you want to, uh, you know, like sacrifice your grip for your slide, you know, and that's if kids out there who don't know. That's how your wheels work. Um, but there would have to be something like that. I feel like with scootering a bigger, wider wheel and like maybe 30 wides, but I still don't feel like 30 wides would offer the kind. I feel like you'd almost, ah, man, it's so weird because that there's a whole nother axis. I feel like with 
scootering because it is two wides, wheels. But one ten, loose axle. That's got to be what it is. It's a combination. One ten, you'd have to, like, one ten thirties are boof. One fifteen thirties. One hundreds. One hundred thirties also boof. One hundred thirties loose axle. That is going to be your downhill performance wheel. And but what are we talking downhill performance deck? I think Skitty. it's dirt scooter wheel, but it's just urethane and core. That's yeah. a huge wheel. Yeah, but that's what a bird scooter is, basically. I mean, there's a tire, but I feel like that that urethane would be like insane. But because the I, wider you go with the wheel, the harder it would be to break the the back wheel loose. And I feel like you'd have to do a lot of pre drifts. I feel like you want maybe you want a potentially wide deck before. though to like go down downhills. I feel like you need a wide deck. And in really order to have a deck. wide deck, no, I'd say skinny. You want I'd a skinny deck? I don't want my deck to scrape because you have skinny. to get pitted. You gotta. Get I know, but but I'm, but I'm saying the wider your deck, the bigger wheels got to be. Oh yeah, I think it's. I feel like you got to big your, wheels. Your deck is for sure coming in like an attic deck, though. Yeah, it's not a box deck. No. Why would you need a box? You don't. It could actually. It'd be actually best idea would make it a semicircle. Dude, I'm talking like you could like use your foot to really like fling out the back end. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dude, I'm talking like as wide as the wheelbase type wide deck, and then it'd probably be tall, wide bars. I think short, but then would the urethane be a lot harder too? Yeah, I'd say you'd want a lot harder urethane. Yeah, harder urethane. Maybe that empty triaxle or the side bearing. No, I think it would be softer urethane because in in longboarding, softer urethane. Oh, and stone bar ends. So you could like scrape? yeah, so that you could like scrape it if you went too far over. Imagine the downhill racing. Why am I whispering? That'd be dope. But yeah, all the like different disciplines like that, scooter races, that'd be that'd be tight. That would be tight. But yeah, like like you're saying, brother, has to be that entryway into mass appeal. That's really what it do. If we can, catch... it comes down to competition structure. Yeah, X Games, X Games would be sick for exposure. Dude, that, but it's it just can't happen. There's just yeah, there's, just there's backstory that, yeah. BS that it can't happen. But so there's at, other at ways this point, do we even want X Games? But like, like that's gonna be no. the break in. I think X, I think X Games is kind of just this term that well, we say. Is, like, dude, X Games sucks these days. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you've I've, seen it, but it, it's like video games are their primary like thing. I still watch whack. all the Mega so X whack. Games, and I still watch all the snowboarding X Games. I feel like Winter X Games is different. I feel yeah. like it's just Summer X Games is just, it's not what it used to be. It's true. If even like the, I know the guy that did the flip on the moto, he did like backflip and with a, like a electric backflip, doom or whatever. Flip. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, wait, no, he literally did a backflip and then himself, he did a backflip. Oops. Oh. And in that video, like hardly got any views compared to like, if that happened, I don't know, ten years ago at X Games, yeah. that would have been massive. Ridiculous. That would have been, yeah. But it's almost like no one cares nowadays. It's weird. Like no one actually I don't know, people talk about X Games, but no one actually watches it. Yeah. Hey, we should get going to Charlie's party. It's already yeah, no joke, huh? It's already six forty. Oh. Just about. But hey guys, thank yeah. you for tuning into this podcast. Um it was a good time talking to uh Chase and Kobe. Yeah, dude. So thanks for having us. Yeah, guys. It's well good time. Let's go to the party. You want to go yeah. party? Let's go get lit, boys. <laughs>